0: That did not save anything. Frustrating. No. Hold on. I mean we're live right now, but uh yeah. Hold on.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, turn the volume down.
2: Yep, my bad.
0: All right, frustrating. Welcome, welcome everybody to the Hobo Joe Show. We are streaming live to you somewhere out in the Mojave Desert, deep in an underground non military bunker. Tonight, our theme will be UA- UFOs, UAPs. Aliens, extraterrestrials, spooky matters of the sorts. This is something that uh, we're going to try to do maybe once a week. We'll see how it is. Today's episode zero. Uh, I'm your host, Bobo Joe, and my co-host, Mr. NSTR, uh, is joining me as well. He is the uh, owner of uh, Nothing to Significant to Report. Uh, Let me pull that up. He is also the sponsor of tonight's stream for episode zero. So we have uh, his website here that you can check out if you'd like. He's got some wonderful merchandise here. And uh, if you want Mr. NSTR, you can go ahead and talk about your website.
2: Yeah, man. Uh, so we just started uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, as you can see, we've got our lovely website with a handful of products. We plan on putting more on there. Um, right now, we're primarily on our Instagram page. Um, and we just started as a business. so We're trying to figure out what direction we're trying to go. Um, but it's in the works starting now to run a podcast, potentially a YouTube channel, uh, promote mental health, um, just military life, military culture, uh, and hopefully branch out from there into other things. But yeah, uh, if you can, you know, if you want to go follow us on Instagram, uh, we've got a Facebook page coming up soon, uh, YouTube channel coming up, uh, where we'll run a podcast going over topics anywhere from UFOs like tonight, uh, to mental health, leadership, military experiences, you know, just generalized stuff uh possibly talk about news articles uh what's going on in the world and we're going to try to cover a lot of things but we'll see how that goes
0: awesome that's wonderful uh, so we'll go back to uh, our little nice wooded hangout here let me go ahead and pull up some of these overlays here so that we have the uh, hashtag for him if you want to check him out on instagram uh, tonight we're going to have dollar 99 cent tts is if you want to interact with the stream Uh, see we got everything else pulled up all right and then there's the internet explorer browser here so the first thing on the docket um, that I kind of wanted to go into uh, later on in the show we'll have like a call-in if we have time for it a call-in special Uh, we'll put a link for our discord so you guys can come in if you want to talk about um, anything spooky or UFO-related, you can hop on in and join us. Uh, and We'll kind of go into more detail later with that, but that'll be later tonight. Uh, so we'll go with our, our first topic here, right? So, something that I wanted to talk about, something that I found a long time ago. Uh, you have the Freedom of Information Act uh, that was passed a long time ago. So you can go and put these requests on these government websites specifically the CIA as where i pulled yeah. this one up from they call it the the reading library um and you could just pull up all kinds of like google just all kinds of different documents files things like that and i have this one here that is a declassified remote viewing session and uh, what they did is they had these people these remote viewers these guys that, that believed they were psychic and could uh view remotely from a location and they had this whole program that was funded by the government to get these people together and then kind of um see if it was possible to do that so they would give them during the cold war they would give them like soviet things to look at and see what they could find kind of like how we have spy planes and satellites and drones today uh, using the um remote viewers instead of that technology Uh, And this one's just basically a debrief of what happened um, during this remote viewing session. So it's titled, um, Descriptions of Personnel Associated ET Bases, right? Um, And so, basically, I'll just just go ahead and read it because it's pretty short. But it says, so far, have to run into three types of entities associated with bases of various locations within the solar system. So this guy's remote viewing, and he, he comes in... To contact with ETs and there's three in our solar system that he's talking about so the first one he lists is Titan base all personnel observed at this base on the twentieth of November 1986 appeared to be no different than native earthlings they were two male technician types sitting at a control panel of some kind behind them stood an attractive female with brown shoulder length hair wearing pale green lab coat or a smock she appeared to be in some sort of supervisory role. So so this is titled as the Titan Base. Uh, and I don't know if they mean uh, like a Titan missile silo or if they mean the moon Titan. Because there is a moon uh, on one of our planets uh, that's out there that's called Titan. Then we have uh, Mount Hayes. There appear to be two types of entities associated within this site. The two entities located outside of the structure were accomplishing some sort of routine task, unable to make contact with them or gain information of any sort. Inside the structure were two entities, one sitting at some sort of circle console with a round screen-like object, and the other was busy doing something in the background. The entity at the console appeared to be human in form, but lacked definitive facial features. He seemed friendly enough and invited me to observe his actions at the console. So he's seeing this guy in Mount Haze, and I, I think that's um, probably like, I don't know, Alaska. I, it's been a while since I've Googled Mount Haze. Um, yeah, but yeah I'm not familiar with Mount Haze. You are? Where's that at? No, no, I'm not. No. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm not either. Uh, maybe somebody in the chat knows where Mount Hayes is. Wang. Hell yeah, welcome JS and Chad Limestall. Um, <clears throat> so they're in Mount they're checking out Mount Hayes, the remote viewing, and he's basically saying that he's seeing that these guys are working at a computer station and they're inviting him over to come check it out and see what he's doing. They can they can tell that he's there, right? So then yeah, the third you were one... correct,
2: by the way. Sorry to interrupt, but you were correct. It was in Alaska.
0: Oh, no, you're good. So, Alaska, Mount Hayes, right? So, there's a lot of other spooky things that go on in Alaska. Um, there's, like, all these documentaries out there, I think, recently they people have been talking about. and We'll probably go into detail about them later in another show. But uh, what's been coming up lately is, like, uh, the Black Pyramid. There's apparently a Black Pyramid out in Alaska. Some sort of other structures that are hidden out there in the mountains. That's just, uh, Alaska's pretty large and spooky in general.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. There's a lot of, a lot of room to hide stuff.
0: Right. Uh, so, the next one is South America or Africa. And I think this is a little goofy, and I'll, I'll talk about it later in a second here, but I'll go ahead and read it. There appear to be two types of entities associated with this site. Also, the first had a very large, round-shaped head on a slender neck very unhuman in appearance, almost robot-like, unable to make contact with this being. The other entity was almost human-like in appearance, his face was devoid of any hair, his complexion was very pale, facial features were very indistinct, with the exception of a sharp, slender nose, this entity seemed uh, friendly enough and approachable to be aware of my presence, or appeared to be aware of my presence, right? So, so this is what was written in the debrief, right? These three things. And yeah. The reason why I said that the South America slash Africa, I don't think the guy was sure about where on the earth it was. Because they have, like, these drawings that go with it that they jot down, these little notes that they jot, jot down on these other pages during the session when it's happening. And yeah. if you keep scrolling down, like, you can see, like, here's him. And then he's describing in this little drawing of what's happening, like, He's in front of some sort of rock, rough, rocky, natural terrain feature like a mountain or something. But he like draws himself in like different locations and stuff. Um But when talking about like South America and Africa, he puts this this drawing here, right? So to me this looks like we have Europe here.
2: Yeah, that definitely looks like possibly be Italy up there, maybe.
0: Yeah, uh, I think that's like uh Scandinavia and all that. Oh, you know?
2: my geography a little off. <laughs> me too.
0: And then right here we have um I want to say like uh like you have India and then like China probably over here somewhere. It, that's just like the the general rough shape of what it would look like, right? So he's put yep. South America here, which if if this is Europe, right, right here, then it would should have been like northern Africa, but but the shape of it's more South American then just in the weird location. So I don't know. I just thought it was goofy. Uh and then he's got drawings of the, the I think the person that he saw. But this is all like on the CIA's reading room library. I think it's just uh it's pretty interesting. Welcome yeah, to definitely they've been re- releasing minutes, a bunch.
2: Would you say? So they've been releasing a lot more um recently.
0: And then the other thing too about this stuff is like I don't trust anyway, like, whatever the government's gonna, like, declassify, but, um, it's just, it's just kind of, it's just interesting to find these kind of, like, documents, so, like, especially one where, they're like, they're talking about, like, there's ETs on the planet, and they have, like, bases and stuff yeah. around our solar system, but, um, yeah, uh, so this is the first document that I kind of wanted to go over, um, I had another point I was going to talk about with this one, but I can't remember right now. Uh, So, with that in mind, there's also a dude, I think it's this one here. I'm not going to read the full thread, but it's on um, Twitter or X by an account called at indsockenjoyer. And I guess his name is Crypto Terrestrial Society Enjoyer. Uh, And it's, are you familiar with 4chan?
2: Uh, I've heard of it, I've never been on it, but I'm I'm familiar enough to know what it is. So it's like a a internet Asian
0: uh, forum thread kind of thing. And uh, basically there's like different types of categories you can go into and talk about. There's one for like paranormal activity stuff. And I guess this guy was talking about how he's some sort of, um, he says, I have intimate knowledge of what the U.S. currently knows about UFOs minus the last two years. But I guess apparently this guy, just to kind of summarize what he's writing, um, he works, he did work in the government, and then at some point he got cancer and he stopped working with the government. So this is unfortunate. Obviously, you want to take this with a grain of salt, but I just thought it was something to... Goofy and spooky to talk about because it kind of goes with our our theme for tonight, the uh, UFOs. Um, So he says, UFOs are primarily unmanned drones. UFOs are built to spec each time they are deployed. UFOs are created by a mobile construction facility that hides in the ocean. Construction facility destroys anything that comes close to it and will disappear for days when approached aggressively. The U.S. believes the facility has been active on Earth for at least 100 years or much longer. And then he says for people to ask him questions. And this is a really long thread. This guy posted, like, I want to say around, like, 20 images, screenshots of this. I'm not going to read every single one, but I'm just going to kind of go over this first couple. Um, It says uh, somebody asked him, which is that... Asteroid thing that came through our solar system from deep space. So he says No, it's not anything to do with that Uh, Is there any uh, a working theory on the origins if so care to elaborate? Uh, And he says quite a bit But we think that the construction facility has been around since at least 4,000 BC Uh, See sightings and paintings from the early eras of history someone asks has any form of intelligible communication been established yes It also depends on your viewpoint. They mostly want very little to do with us until we start to talk about war and nuclear options. It's one of the reasons why you see them so often at critical events. Uh, Do they know who or what is creating these crafts? Yes, as mentioned earlier, the mobile construction unit is responsible for their deployment and construction. Any potential that they are made by a higher branch of the U.S. government? Absolutely not. What allows them to fly so fast? What's technology? Gravity manipulation and the materials they are constructed from. We think their construction unit is driven by AI. The response time to threats is almost instant and usually very calculated and very well thought out. Uh... The majority of UFOs, as I mentioned previously, are built to spec and purpose, and this is why there are always different sizes. The contents and equipment usually mimic the intended purpose, too. And, uh, basically what he's saying in all of these is that there's this sort of, like, big mothership that's in the Atlantic Ocean. He says specifically later on, it's in the Bermuda Triangle of the Atlantic Ocean, and, um... They know it's there. They've been monitoring it with satellites and all this different technology. Anytime they try to send anything to come into contact with this ship in the Atlantic Ocean, it immediately vaporizes this stuff. And it, all the UFOs that you're seeing, the tic tacs, the flying orbs, all these things that happened recently—the one in Alaska that was like a year or two, two ago when they're having the big threat of balloons—they're yeah. saying all these things were created by this one mothership. And it's spitting these things out to spec, so each one has its own specific mission. So it's constructed for that one specific mission. And I guess he's saying, in some of these, he's talking about how back in the day, like Roswell time, these things were manned by whatever, right? These entities that they, biological creatures, whatever they were. Uh, but nowadays they're more unmanned, and I guess they have like to reduce. Um, what do you call it to reduce uh, risk right to reduce risk so they've just been like spitting out these unmanned things and doing it a lot more lately he was also saying like later on in the thread he was talking about how uh, there's a spots that are like cause a lot of accidents for them when they're like flying manned like one of them was in Mexico for whatever reason so they have like a lot of crashes in these areas I just thought this was really like it was in- interesting. Uh, it's probably not real. Um, but I just thought it was like, oh, you know, that, the Bermuda Triangle. Who would have thunk, you know, where all the weird things that happen in the Bermuda Triangle, apparently there's been this thing that's there. Uh, that's just uh, why I wanted to bring it up tonight. Matt Fury sells NFTs now. He created Pepe. Chad Limestall. okay. I didn't know he created it. He, he made NFTs. That's funny. Um, I wonder if it, like, has anybody like making like is that still a thing NFTs like it, it blew up a long time ago, but I don't know. I don't know nothing about that. All right. What do you think about that?
2: Uh, I think some of it's kind of interesting. I mean, I don't necessarily like you said, I don't think it's necessarily real. Um there was one thing I kind of noted that was pretty significant. And I think that was more of, you know, he, he talks about how they build them specifically for the, you know, whatever it is they're trying to accomplish. Um, and then you also mentioned that they had, they're originally manned and now they're no longer manned. And now they're just drones. Um, and I think that's kind of significant because it's pretty similar to what we're doing today. You know, if you look around the invention of drones has kind of changed the way the world works um, in terms of just how we do a lot of different things, whether that's, you know, combat like we see in Ukraine and Israel, or, you know, surveying houses, surveying land, it cut down costs and helps cut down risk. um, When, you know, you have a device that you can put up in the air, it's got a camera on it, you can look at whatever you want, you can see whatever you want, fly wherever you want, and you don't really have to worry about risking your own life. Um, so I think that's pretty important just because that, that, that piece right there specifically is kind of really the only thing I could see being real, I guess. Um, it just sense to me that, you know, you would try to, if you're trying to do intelligence, you're trying to gather information and, you know, if you're already having issues, like you said earlier, the crash in Mexico and they're crashing all over the place, um, you know, why continue to use that risk or put yourself in that situation where there's that high risk um, when you can just send out a you know a drone it's going to be way more efficient um, than a human and you know you're not risking lives so
0: yeah I, I, that's the same thing that i was thinking like they've cut, sort of learned from their mistakes in the past and they're just like adapting to that yeah
2: um, the only thing that i think is kind of weird is that just you know i think it, at the beginning he says that been here for about 100 years maybe more to me it's just you know if you're that advanced why did you take so long to make the drones that's just kind of weird to me but
0: yeah yeah that is kind of goofy the other things that he was talking about were like how they don't really have any interest in humans and they they are more concerned about like the resources on the planet and preserving the planet and he says that it it seems like these things are less interested in people and more waiting for either us to get to a certain event or for something to arrive um it's his conclusion but he doesn't i guess it's, it's so compartmentalized where he was talking about from what, his experience uh where he was working and what program he was in um that he doesn't really know uh what the higher-ups or the government whoever thinks about those types of questions but that's just what he's speculating from what he saw um Oh, man, I wonder if I can find it. Uh, Did I put it in here? He also talked... Oh, there was a bunch of goofy stuff. Uh, I think I saved the image. I wonder if I can pull it up. But his job, while I'm pulling this up, his job was specifically to remove technology from these downed ships and that's how we figured out all this information Um, and I guess like the the compartmentalization of these jobs like the first job the first response guys um, go in and they like make sure that nothing's still alive and if there is something still alive they take it and then their job is to go into the ships and then remove anything that's uh, like technological radar travel system stuff like that Um, where do I put it so, I, 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 that's kind of interesting. And then he, he was talking about how, um... What is that? A guy who came out in, like, the 70s or the 80s. What is his name? Um I know
2: exactly you're talking about. That's who I was thinking of. Um,
0: I can't remember his damn name.
2: He was on the Joe Rogan show.
0: Yeah, Dr. something.
2: Yeah, he's, like, 16 years old. Built a rocket ship for a car. Yeah, he's got a rocket um, car, and he was, like, raided I by the FBI. For, yeah, I think he went, uh... Worked for... Was it Skunk Works or something? Yeah. One of those old... Oh, companies man. that were doing stuff out in Area 51.
1: Um, Let me see if I can find them.
0: I built a specific folder for this. I gotta pull it up. Here we go. Is this it? Nope.
2: Bob Lazar.
0: Bob Lazar, right? So so yep. he's saying his job was the second guys to go in... And he removes this technology from these ships, right? And, and then Bob Lazar's job was to reverse engineer the the engines, essentially these crafts, to make them, to build our own and fly them, right? Um, oh, I found the images. Here we go. And I wonder if I can find the one that he's talking about. But Bob Lazar, like, comes in, he's, like, the third or fourth guy to come in and hit, do his job. So that's how compartmentalized it is.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to keep everything in one area with, you know, a handful of people knowing everything. Um, you're running the risk of, you know, a leak. You're running the risk of, um, you know, you're just, if you keep it compartmentalized and you keep people out of the know, you know, if it's not their business, if you know, on a need to know basis, um, you know, you're kind of just you're protecting what you have. So it makes sense.
0: Uh, there's another one he, he talks about. Let's see if I can pull this up into the uh, into the stream here. Which title is this? Number 10. We're pulling up photo number 10. Can I just dump this in there? can't I'll just read it anyway so so he says uh somebody asked him do you believe uh shoot where did it go there we go was it accident of them not knowing we would damage we'd be damaged by their equipment or do so or do they not care and he said if found they usually monitor us if approached at an uncomfortable distance they flee when concerned, it doesn't end well. Their tools can do harm to us, even for just scientific purposes and then there's another one he talks about here where the equipment that he's pulled from these ships or he's helped pull from these ships um uh there's like a like a type of stun gun thing that they have, like a little stun baton that they he's found, and he doesn't think that they're very friendly. Because of the purpose of that, and I guess it makes you go into some sort of catatonic state for like an hour.
2: I thought oh, dude, cool. I would have so much fun with that.
0: <laughs> not good. I
2: could not be trusted with that.
0: No, I don't think anybody can. Um, uh, and then there was another one. Somebody was asking him, uh, "What what was the coolest thing he's ever found uh, while doing his job?" And he said that there was one ship that they they found crashed, and it was like um, it was like a dna like medical research facility but i guess it was really damaged and it ended up getting like destroyed before he could do like uh, that much work on it so he didn't really get a lot of time with it but he said that was the most interesting one that he saw there's also another section he talks about lights and he says that like people when they see lights in the sky he was saying that like white is more of like a navigational light and that the orange, they have an orange light that's more for like scanning minerals and, and um, uh, looking for resources. And then they have a red light that they use for like, you're a hostile, I'm about to vaporize you. It so it's just, it was interesting that he talked about lights, because people talk all the time about lights in the sky. But he associated these lights with, I guess they figured out what they mean in his sense. If this that's kind of weird, because
2: if you, you know, we just had the the fires in Hawaii, and there was reports of people seeing blue lights, and then they correlated them to, you know, only certain vehicles were burned and stuff. Um, that's kind of weird that, that uh, he talks about lights, you know, and then now we're seeing stuff come out where they, you know, like the Hawaii fires where only certain things were burned, and then i don't know i just saw a, a i think it was an instagram post or something about it but pretty weird
0: right uh now me joe hobo joe here my, my stance i just want to put that out there that if if extraterrestrials are real all these things that they're finding nowadays uh and i will i will never falter from my opinion uh i believe they're demons that's my opinion that's what i think i'm pretty <laughs> sure they're demons if they exist they're demons uh, they're not some thing from another planet, they're just, they're a demon. Um, but that's just, uh, my opinion on that. All right. so the next thing I wanted to bring up was the Mantis people. The Insectoids. Let's see, can we see this? Yes, we can. Stupid ad, but we can see it. Um... yeah so there's these different species of, of aliens that people say are out there you have the grays that are the common thing that you see in tv and movies and stuff and they say that there's tall whites that look like us humans they're just really tall blonde hair blue-eyed uh, and then there's uh reptilians like lizard people uh like our government is controlled by reptilians and then you have the insectoids right so these are these these uh goofy looking um bug people
2: dude if I saw that walking around outside I'm done
0: I think we're all done I think in some countries you already see them walking around outside uh, but anyway uh, <laughs> so insectoids right so you have a. Uh, it says that insectoids are mantis like aliens uh, and they are among the many different types of aliens reported by abductees around the world they are described as tall with six legs and a peaceful demeanor although they speak to each other in clicks they are able to communicate with other beings via telepathic abilities insectoids have been seen during abductions uh, working alongside with other types of aliens such as the greys or the reptilians usually performing various types of medical experiments um and the reason why I'm bringing up the the insectoids is more, it's more of like a, a a talking point um to go into these next articles here or, or uh, posts but there's um have you heard what's going on in South America right now?
2: Uh no, actually I have.
0: So there is these villages in Peru that believe that they're like under attack by insectoid people uh and they're like there are these little like village people living in the jungles of South America. And they say in every night there's these creatures that are coming in and they describe them as looking like the mantis people. Uh and they're like attacking their village and they're using like shotguns and stuff like that to to fight them off, little farming like one-shot shotguns and stuff. But there's this video here, like a minute the, long.
1: The insectolin and the and whatever it is in the video, and we played it back. And there's just all of them. There's probably that's five wild. guys standing behind us that are yeah, going on. I don't I and deal with that. and oh, going, That's, that's it, left. that's the same thing. Yeah. That's what's Hold there. The ins- this in picture, that's it. That's what we're looking at. And Look at it, it. Uh... it's moving its head. You can see the light on did its you? eyes. And we told them, we don't know uh, what this is, man, but maybe man, it's, man. it's this. Yep. There's a possibility, we don't know. And and up until this point, yep. our security detail, these, these Navy commandos, were cool as a cucumber, right? They were hearing all of the all of the accounts, all of the testimony. They were with us the whole time. We would discuss it with them later on. They heard everything that was said in the village, the pelicadas. They were there when we interviewed Talia. None of that fazed these guys. These guys are very professional. None of that fazed them. But after they saw that video, I remember Henry, who's a jungle survival instructor. Henry put his hand over his mouth like this. And he's just looking and and he goes like this. He said, Now I'm a little nervous. That makes me nervous. So,
0: this is a video, right? So, it's called um, from this channel called, or um, Twitter page, X page called Peru.Attacks or at Peru underscore aliens. And I guess this this page has been covering a lot of what's been going on recently uh, in Peru. There's this guy that came out. You saw him in the video talking, and I, I really don't know who he is. I'm assuming maybe he's like Timothy Alberino. That looks like him right there. And uh, it says he's an author, lecturer, explorer, and filmmaker. So he heard about the attacks in Peru, and he wanted to go like film it and see what's going on. So I guess he's there right now, and he has like security detail with him. And He's saying that all this is real but who knows what really is happening in the beginning of this video though i guess they had this snippet of um what looks like a a a mantis person creeping around in the darks and uh there's this there's this other post that somebody like i guess they did an analysis on it so on on this twitter post here and and they they really like zoomed in onto what it is and they kind of did these different like overlays on it to to get a better look so you can kind of see that like maybe there's like a a a mantis arm here and like a little yeah big eyeballs and then you have like a beak looking thing here that's kind of um uh interesting if 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 true who knows uh but the main argument that i've been hearing uh on twitter and all these places is uh they're saying that the natives are saying that they're being attacked by the, these. The creatures are flying in to their village and they're attacking them from the sky. And they can hover and float around. And I guess there's like these cartel that are in South America that have access to some sort of jetpack that's out there.
2: I guess maybe if if you're oh okay yeah I do I do think I actually heard about this. They uh, they found like two or three guys or something just creeping around the woods with jetpacks um, and costumes or something on or like maybe some camouflage or something some
0: kind of like um, helmet like motorcycle helmet but it's like elongated to like protect them when yeah i think the article i read
2: said they were they're trying to basically scare the villagers away because they're trying to keep them out of a specific area where they're doing grow operations or whatever it is they're doing
0: right so i guess if you're in the cartel you have enough money to buy yourself a team of jetpack people and fly around into these little like third world huts and scare people off but i mean i guess they're these <laughs> villagers are fighting back apparently they're shooting at them but i don't know i guess that's not affecting them maybe they like have body armor or something but um there's another video too where they're saying that this is a confirm. they a villager filmed a guy in a in a tree and he's speaking spanish Mira, and he's,
1: mare,
0: he, he's saying bad words about this guy in this tree but you, can, you can't you can really tell who or what that is. It looks like there's something in the tree. maybe a monkey, who knows. But, um, but that's what they're saying. They're saying that there's these mantis
1: people
0: floating around, flying around on jetpacks out there. Um,
2: I mean, I, if it's anywhere, I could see it being down there. You know, they're in the jungles. You could hide a lot of stuff down there. You could... Yeah, you know, obviously the cartels operate out of there, so they're doing right. all sorts of crazy stuff down there.
0: Who knows what's going on in these jungles, you know? I don't even know if they have internet. Maybe they have Starlink or, or what? scooby doo ah <laughs> uh, cartel. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely how it is. Yeah, the the, the 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 it's not a monster, it's somebody in a suit that's hiding out in the bushes. Um there's this other clip. I don't know what I don't remember what this one's about. I guess this guy's describing what he's seeing. Um, this villager to him. Hold on, it's buffering. Maybe it won't play. Maybe it's deleted.
1: Oh, let me I was surprised that. by oh, how I'm many either. of the villagers had actually encountered the so-called with lights of varying color of oh, circular that can hover it on top of circular platforms that are about three feet in diameter and that can hover in place or accelerate at high rates of speed. These platforms are encompassed with lights of varying colors and are completely silent as they move through the village, except when they accelerate off the ground, at which point a sound something like compressed air can be heard. The assailants sometimes land the platforms in the jungle dismount from them and walk or float into the village. When they are chased out of the village, they remount the platforms and lift off into the air. Some of the circular platforms are extra large with a diameter of about 10 feet and carry two people rather than one. It is interesting to note that the assailants always come in pairs. There are always two or groups of two. Aside from the flying circular platforms, the assailants are also equipped with advanced aerospace vehicles, what we might call UFOs. These craft have been seen by multiple people in the village and are described.
0: Essentially, this guy's describing you know what they're seeing. There's these pe- to me. This sounds like cartel. I don't know. Maybe I'm biased. This sounds like people. It, it doesn't sound like aliens to me. But who, yeah, who no, knows? It sounds
2: to me, like uh, somebody got a lot of money and uh, they invested it in some maybe hovercraft or something
0: right uh and then i think um that pretty much wraps up what i had for tonight's uh, topics the yeah, insectoids and everything um so let's just see if there's any uh no new chats cool um so if you want to we can go roll into your topics
2: yeah, that's fine. Works for me.
0: Which one do you wanna? You wanna just roll into it, or do you wanna tell me what to? Which one to click on? Um, let's
2: see. What do you got up first? Whatever. The, however you wanna do it, man. F- Whatever's first, we can roll right there's into this it. This
0: YouTube short here that you sent. Episode forty-seven. Mysterious lights appear in the sky.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We can talk about that.
0: Okay. Do you want me? To, do you want to talk about it, or do you want me to just play it?
2: Um. If you want to play it, and I'll I'll kind of narrate as it's going.
0: Okay. And if you need me to pause, I think I can pause it too.
2: Okay. I saw this video. It was
1: in Arizona, and you saw this thing. It looked like a meteor coming so, out. And they're like, oh, wow, As you can see, like, it's right, pretty blurry. You um, and it looks and like something's falling out of it the breaks sky. Apart, um, and
2: then these, like, three I was or four an army brat growing up. Uh, my dad's a gold knight. Away. And the lady's so, like, what the? To me, and what this looks like. Someone caught um, something is almost is exactly like that. Skydivers doing a night jump. They have these. Usually during the day, they'll jump with smoke canisters on their leg. When they do night jumps, they'll jump with. It's basically like a a smoke canister, but instead of smoke, it puts out sparks, kind of like a a giant sparkler, um, just so people can see where they're at while they're doing their jumps at night. Um, And usually when you see these videos, they're always in like a major town uh, where they're holding a big event or something like a football game, baseball game, um, some sort of sporting event or just, you know, a parade, uh, a festival, stuff like that um but i've seen a lot of these circulate over the years and i just thought it was interesting because i see a lot of people getting crazy and hyped up about them um but me growing up i've always seen those and to me that looks exactly like a bunch of skydivers doing a jump for an event and wearing canisters that emit sparks so you can uh see them while they fall
0: right like out of like over like big like football stadiums or like soccer fields and stuff yeah it definitely looks like how they're, like, uh, in one of these parts of the clip, it shows, like, that they're all together, and then they sort of yep. spread out. So I could believe so that, actually, like, right that, here. that
2: right there, what you're seeing. Um, that actually is a move that they do. I guess a, a move uh, is what you call it. But they'll fall they'll fall out of the aircraft in uh, formation, and then at a certain altitude, they'll break away kind of like a bomb and just burst away from each other. Um, and that's so that they can open their chutes safely and make sure, you know, nobody's in the way. Um, and then as you can see, they're kind of floating, they stopped, that's them opening their chutes and now they are in another formation, um, preparing to land. And usually they're carrying a, uh, an American flag, uh, a team flag, something like that. So now they're going to start moving and making their way into a formation to land into wherever it is they're jumping into.
0: You know, I, was just thinking I just about... think it's
2: interesting because a lot of people get excited over it and it's always funny seeing that.
0: You could really spook some third worlders in an Amazonian jungle somewhere in a oh, hut. Def-
2: you definitely could. Um, I remember, I've, you know, I've heard, I'm sure you have too, heard the stories of when we first entered Afghanistan, um, you know, back in the day when we invaded Afghanistan, they were, you know, riding horses to get everywhere, they, their technology, they didn't have internet, they don't know what a lot of the stuff is that we have, so they, you know, you got army guys running around with night vision on and there's it emits a glow around your eyes uh and they would call these guys the devils with uh i think it's like the devils with green glowing eyes or something like that um but yeah you could definitely do some crazy stuff with that you you jump into a country you know like peru for example where you know technology's not there maybe they don't have a lot of internet access or they're you know isolated in these areas and you drop some dudes in with that i promise you you're gonna stir some stuff up
0: Right? Maybe like a, maybe like those um, uh, mantis Peruvian uh, Colombian drug lords out there on the jetpacks, right? Spooking these villagers. Um,
2: oh, H2D Dildil? Can you explain to me how babies are made? Anyway. Uh, YouTube videos for that.
0: Uh, so Smithy Boats here says, Fish fact. The mantis shrimp is not a fish, but a fascinating marine creature. With a powerful claws for hunting. Awesome. <laughs> Shrimp. Fried rice. Hell yeah. I gotta reprocess that, because I kind of read that out loud, and I just did not understand.
2: You, just, you said it. Don't feel bad. I'm doing the same thing as you're scrolling.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Alright, awesome. So yeah, that's the first clip there. It definitely makes you think a lot about those like Colombian drug lords on jetpacks.
2: yeah i've seen other videos too where you know you see the lights and they look like a triangle um again being an army brat i watch military aircraft all the time flying around you can't hear them you can see them they got their positioning lights on um and when you're looking at them from the ground in the dark it looks it can look like it's you know just a triangle flying around but in reality it's just your left and right wing and your your tail um just making weird shapes in the sky just from your point of view. But, yeah. If you want to move on, we can. If you want to keep talking about other stuff that I think is fake, we can do that, too.
0: No, that's cool. Uh, there's this other clip you sent here. Let me pause this one so it doesn't fuck with anything. All right. You want to just go ahead and play Oh, it? okay, yeah.
2: yep, Yeah, you can go ahead and play it. Right, so what you're going to so see here is uh, this orb flying around. Um, the video itself is, appears to be a drone footage Um, And this clip I I wanted to show um, because I've personally seen that. Uh, I was a drone operator in the Army. um, And during my deployment to Iraq back in 2019, we saw this all the time. Um, And most of the time we were in IR. So if you're not familiar with infrared, it's basically like it picks up hot spots and kind of highlights them for you. And we would be scanning around, you know, doing a whole lot of nothing, staring at rocks, and these would fly through our screen as we're scanning. Um, And there was a couple times we followed them, they move really fast. Um, Every time we try to zoom in on them, you know, this is probably the best video I've seen so far come out. Uh, I definitely didn't get nearly as clear with my camera as this guy did. but it was weird because we saw them all over Iraq. When I was in Afghanistan, I I don't think I saw them. If I did, I, I usually asked them off as birds. Uh, but in Iraq, it was just weird because there was, you know, we would see birds flying and they're a little bit slower. These things would, you know, they'd haul ass. They'd be going fast. Uh, they'd make sudden turns, um, and a lot of the times we would lose them just because we can't we can't keep up with them. Um, our aircraft was super slow. We're flying a drone that goes a max of like 90 knots, if you can get it up to that. Um, and it's it's hard to, even though with a camera that I can look out and see, you know, probably like five miles with, you know, they're still hard to track. Um, and then if you, I don't know if you remember the Tic Tac video, I'm sure you're aware of it, but... It's pretty similar to that. Theirs was a a little different just because they were doing, they were already going fast and having issues keeping up with it. These ones seemed to kind of just be floating around and not really interacting with us. And it didn't look like they were interacting with the environment they were in. It looked more like they were just kind of floating around, flying around. Um, a lot of times we would get pushed off of them The whoever we were working for would tell us, Hey, you can pull off of this. It's just a bird. Um, but there's other times where, you know, they would tell us, Hey, keep watching it. We're not sure what it is. Um, so it definitely, it piqued some people's interest. Um, some people pass it off as animals, birds, um, it could be a drone. It could be a lot of things, but yeah, I just thought that was interesting.
0: I just wanted to pull up the, uh, the tic-tac video here. was that noise? welcome a uh, new subscriber I can't see you because I just covered your whole alert thing there but welcome thank you for subscribing uh, so there's this tic-tac video I pulled up you're talking about yeah Uh. this this part this one over, um like over the ocean yeah that one yeah
2: I also thought it was weird. Now that you bring this up, it reminds me of uh, what you brought up earlier, where the guy was saying there was this facility making drones in the ocean. Um, I think, if I'm not wrong, uh, the pilots actually said that they fall when they were while they're falling, this they just dove into the ocean and just disappeared, um, doing like 1,500 miles per hour or some something crazy. Mach
0: but, three or something crazy.
2: Yeah, right. but they uh, they said that they they. When, while they were tracking it, it, dove into the ocean and just disappeared. I believe it could be a, that could be a different story, but
0: awesome! Thank you, Smithy Boats, for keeping this up to date on the uh, the fish tank news and happenings. I really appreciate the the fish facts there. Uh, that's my favorite part of fish tank is the fish facts, but I also enjoy the bum facts. Um, <clears throat> so these Tic Tacs, uh, they also. There was one that I guess they had um seen like floating around near Alaska and I think it crashed. But d- so have you seen
2: the have you seen the one that they have where it's flying past an aircraft? I think there's two of them now. There's one where it was like a a model from like Columbia or something. She recorded it on her I think private jet. Um and then there's another one I just saw today actually. Um where there's one flying right past an aircraft like maybe twenty feet if I can find that for you.
0: So you're thinking, based on what you saw, like, like with this clip that was over here, this one here, and the, the stuff that you saw in real life, do you think that that's like, this is legit?
2: Um, So I do think it's legit. I think it is something. What it is, I'm not sure. Um, I lean more towards it being, you know, just some technology we're not familiar with just because it hasn't been released. Um, you know maybe it's they're testing stuff out or you know it could be the United States could be Russia China whoever I'm not sure um, it is weird though that none of these things ever seem to I guess directly engage the people recording it it's usually like like with the tic tac video you know they chase it tries to get away it's trying to avoid them Um a lot of these videos like the one we're you know we're watching right now with the the ball or the orb um, they're just floating around, um, which to me is, coming from a military background, tells me that they're more like doing reconnaissance. And you see, you, you saw these things floating around, not falling? Yeah, I saw them not floating, but like flying like how it is in the video. Basically just, just
0: going in a straight line. Just uh, going in a straight vertically. line. They would
2: make sudden turns sometimes. Um just yeah just going in a straight line from where i was flying the altitude i was flying at it's hard to tell you know if they're going up or down or you know if they're following us or if they're you know just cutting through the neighborhood but it never
0: like impacted the ground
2: nope uh i never i never followed one long enough to see where it it stopped at um most of the time we'd scan we'd be scanning find one lock onto it and track it for a couple miles and then drop it um, just because we were focused more on what we were doing, what we were supposed to be doing, uh, originally, whatever mission we were doing.
0: That's just nuts. Have you seen the pictures of Starlink, the satellites flying in the sky, flying in the sky?
2: Yeah. So I was actually in Iraq, um, when they launched those and they, I wasn't aware of them. Um, I was just sitting outside, you know, smoking and joking and someone said, look in the sky, look at like, what is that? And, uh, we saw the whole Starlink system just flying through the air uh, and to me I was like oh this is definitely aliens like we're getting invaded you know it's like the end of the world uh, but when I was able to get to my phone and stuff uh, you know it was all over the news because people a lot of people had seen it and freaked out about it um, but I thought that was pretty interesting too because you know seeing all the orbs and not knowing about Starlink and then seeing the satellites it was pretty pretty freaky.
0: They kind of look like this for, for the viewers out there, what we're talking about. These Starlink satellite trains. I've actually seen them uh, for a couple times. The first time I saw it, I didn't even know what the heck it was. I thought, here I am sitting here seeing a, a whole train of UFOs coming through, but it's just all it is is just a line of the Elon Musk satellites yep. floating through. Let
2: me see. I think I found the video. Let me send it to you real quick. All right. Hopefully, you can't hear my keyboard. Um oh, where'd it go? Nope, that is not it. There it is. All right. Um, there you go, I posted it for you. so as it plays, you'll see right in front of it, there's this object fly by. Uh, and that one looks more like a diamond shape. I guess. No, maybe not.
0: It's like a little bit of a, a edge a to little it. Like bit. It like looks a more rounded. Triangular.
2: It looks like it's like a, kind of like a ball with like a ring around it, I guess. But I've seen, there's another one I found. I can't find that one. I'd probably have to dig for it. I think it's a little bit older. Um, but that's probably the closest I've seen of somebody actually capturing one of these with like, you know, they're right next to it.
0: And you don't think that that's like... Uh... You think it's... Well,
2: to me, to me, that also, like if you pause it, uh, or when it pauses... I know. It does look very metallic. Um, and, you know, your stereotypical ufo um but at the same time i I still think it's just you know we've made something maybe someone higher up in the government skunk works or someone you know lockheed martin northrop grumman one of those companies you know they do nothing but try to develop stuff that's better than what we have um and you know maybe one day we'll be told what it is but i think it's just man-made to be honest. Part of me hopes that it's not, and that it is, you know, some crazy alien stuff because that'd be awesome. But at the end of the day, I think it's really just us making some cool stuff and just testing it out.
0: I think it's demons. <laughs> you want to go into the the next link? Oh yeah, we can. Uh, which one was it? This one here, the the Stephen Greer CE five.
2: Yeah, CE-5. So if you guys aren't familiar with CE-5, uh, there's this lovely documentary that I found on, I believe it was Amazon. Not sure how much it was. I think it was like 20 bucks maybe at most. Um, but if uh, it's basically a documentary about Dr. Stephen Greer's, um, what he calls the CE-5 experience, um, which is the Close Encounters. And essentially what they do is they go out to Dr. Stephen Greer's, I believe it's his home, um, out in the middle of Arizona, middle of nowhere. They gather everybody up. um, They show them how to, I believe they meditate is how they describe it. Um, But they essentially communicate with what they call aliens or uh, energy balls, and they get them to fly down. They'll sit around a campfire and they'll get them to fly down and interact with the people around them. And they've had a lot of supposedly they've had, like, a lot of success with it. Um, and they bring people... People go out there all the time to go, you know, see if they can see anything or or communicate. Um, but there's... They have a lot of crazy stories in the documentary. I think one of the stories is a guy had uh, cancer or something, and they were out there one night really late. Everybody kind of packed up, went home, um, and then this one gentleman had stayed longer than everybody else, and he had a crazy experience where a ball of light came down like I think it blew around him or just sat next to him or something um and it, it communicated he says it communicated with him like he could feel it communicating I believe um and then the next morning when he woke up uh he felt different and and but better like different in a good way uh and he had run some tests a couple months later for his cancer or whatever illness he had and it was completely gone So I just thought it was pretty interesting. Um, I think in this clip they actually show some of the imagery that they've taken because they they have cameras and everything out there. They have a special camera, I think it's a special camera or a special mode on the camera where they can take images like in slow motion or something or they take a lot of images so they can break down what's actually happening and you can see the, um, the balls of light. Now it could be an anomaly with the camera, it could be just where they're at, you know, the light from the fire or, or whatever, you know, whatever devices they have out there just messing with the camera. But it's still pretty interesting. You want me to play it with sound? Oh yeah. Yeah, go ahead. The first thing that got me so excited about C five and experiencing the phenomena were these amazing photos that Dr. Greer had started publishing. These photos showed me that it wasn't about seeing flying saucers or orbs floating in the sky. It was about the beings themselves who were occupying. Oh, actually, the I product. guess this is the full movie, so you can watch it on YouTube for free. Oh, cool. I wonder what
0: part of Bangladesh she's from.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I had a night nice scope on it, uh, and it turned and curved towards this object. That was not a meteorite. Meteor. It, it came in and curved to this. That just turned red, by the way.
1: If there is monitoring of the area by intelligence or military, they could be hovering right outside the circle of people but they wouldn't be visible, the wouldn't be naked visible to naked eye. But interestingly, these new digital cameras with their CCDs, their light cells, will pick up. Why does, on does the this guy
0: have a goofy mouth? On. He looks like I'm a Mantis a person.
1: Arlington, Texas. During expeditions, I'll
2: do a lot of photography. <laughs> I don't know, he, he is definitely tracks. a... Uh, so take pictures. Interesting looking individual.
0: It just seems like his skull doesn't fit into his skin
1: suit. Three thousand pictures a nice. night sometimes <laughs> that we take. Now that's a, a wild picture. The so they're possible, seeing
0: these things go into the their their possible. fire.
2: Constantly so, so essentially, what they say is they fly. Sometimes they'll, you know, it depends on they they say it depends on the group and how good the group is at meditating. Um, a lot of the times, they say it depends on how open the the people are. Um, to it, but they'll come down and fly around their campfire. Sometimes they'll be off in the distance and they'll interact with the, the laser. I think they should above it here soon, but they'll interact with the a laser that they point in the, in the sky. Man.
0: Now, that, that Bangladeshi woman that was on there earlier, I just want to remind the folks that we have a 99 cent TTS and it's in an Indian accent tonight.
2: Ooh, what's TTS? It's text to speech. Not familiar. Text to speech. So you can okay. send a
0: super chat for $1 or a donation in the link in the description, and it'll talk to us in Bangladeshi.
2: <laughs> That's pretty awesome.
0: Right? How long is this movie?
2: Uh, I believe it's like about an hour and a half.
0: Yeah. Most people have no clue. There's that an ad. I'm pausing that... this ad. I'm not playing this.
2: <laughs> well, if it, you can take it off. Well I think the rest. Of, I think it's almost done. I think it's about 47 minutes. Oh or, yeah, almost done. 47 minute mark. Yeah.
0: It's 47 more minutes. Um. That's pretty nuts. So they're shining a laser at through the, through the NVGs at these things, and they're reacting, responding to it. Yeah. Well,
2: I don't know if they're shooting the laser through the MBGs, but they're recording. They're shooting the... a laser. Yeah, they're shooting a laser. Um, And they, I, I know there's another, I've seen other people do it, where they'll put a laser pointer in the sky and, you know, lights will come and interact with it. Um, But he supposedly has really good success. I was interested in going. I don't know. I have to look up how to do that. But I think he holds like an annual event or something.
0: um we got a couple chats here we have quantum fluctuation welcome to the chat he says he is also an alien well quantum let me
2: get your uh let me get your autograph
0: yeah if you are uh an alien let me um let me just go ahead and uh put this out there too hold on where do we go i gotta send this to myself
1: how so, no, no works?
2: Have you ever seen anything crazy in the sky?
0: Me, no, uh, and that's that's the funny thing is like, uh I, I, these things I enjoy this topic I enjoy, um, but I've never seen anything firsthand or had any experiences, and uh, and I really honestly feel that it's just um. It's just demons. <laughs> but, uh,
2: okay, it's, it's a weird experience. It's definitely weird seeing stuff flying around that you can't identify.
0: Sylvie is streaming right now, and she's pausing every five seconds. What is she pausing? She's pausing a uh, pausing a video. Or is she playing the um? Is she playing the fish tank new episode? All right, so I got this URL here. I'm going to post in the... One of my mods is going to post in the chat.
2: Chad Limesel said it's, uh, it's FOD. He's a helicopter pilot, an aviation enthusiast. I would agree with you. It's definitely FOD.
0: Uh, this is Discord link. If you're an alien, uh, quantum fluctuation, you can go ahead and join the Discord, and we'll bring you in on on the call here. You can talk about how you're an alien. If anybody else is in the chat, they can go ahead and click that Discord link, and we can call in. You can, you can call into the show right now. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about, UFO, alien related. Um, so there is that, uh, option. Uh, we also have, let's see here. Was there another video? Was that it?
1: I think what is that's this? The one I sent you. Oh,
2: the... That's the one that, the the close experience. Um I sent you another one, but I don't know I don't think that one was very interesting. It was a Vice video. The I don't remember honestly what it was about. I remember there I think it was similar to the C E five documentary. Alien hunting. Yeah. Let's pull it up. We are the past, present, and future.
0: You should call in, come onto the Discord, and uh, uh, tell us about the past, the present, and the future.
2: Oh, you definitely should.
0: All right, here's that link. Just, we'll, I guess we'll take a Gander red. It's a, a minute long, a minute long ad. Great, wonderful. Gotta love ads. Fourteen minutes. Oh, it's really? this dude again. Even if,
2: yeah, he's becoming very popular.
1: controversial.
2: He
0: has to be are a you mantis open person. To-
2: so if, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Sean Ryan show, but he has a whole episode with him and I want to say it's like two hours long where he goes in depth talking about, um, you know, all the things he's seen and you know, what's going on and explains, you know, his background and everything he's done. It was a really good episode, actually. And then I think the Skinwalker Ranch guy, um, you guys are familiar with the Skinwalker Ranch show on History Channel. The guy that actually owns Skinwalker Ranch now was on the Sean Ryan show as well. And he's got some wild stories.
1: That Skinwalker
0: Ranch, there was
1: a um, shoot
0: that guy that um, the the thread that I was talking about that that ex CIA whatever guy that was working with the aliens, he was he mentioned something about Skinwalker Ranch. I think he was saying that that ship in the ocean has some some association with it in some kind of way.
2: That's weird. There's another one. Um, I don't. I think. It's only one season right now. I think that the second season is supposed to come out next year. Um, It's called, like, Lizard Lick Ranch or something. It's literally, like, right down the street from Skinwalker Ranch. But they also have a a lot of weird anomalies happen. They've been trying to dig into the ground. They found some treasure or something. And the whole time, they're trying to get into this cavern to... It's filled with water, so they're trying to get into it. And the whole time, they're getting... There's helicopters flying over and just all sorts of weird stuff happens. Lizard Lick Towing. What's that?
0: Uh, Mind Quad says lizard lick towing.
2: Yes. No. Not lizard lick <laughs> Are you sure? He sounds I mean, like an expert I in it. that too, and it's pretty. I mean, that's probably the closest thing I'll ever get to actually seeing aliens. So there's some wild stuff on that show.
1: Uh, uh,
0: Quantum fluctuation says clearing inner space from s- semantic
2: space. I think he meant to say schematic. Schematic. schematic? It's a semantic. All right. Uh, maybe I'm just I'm just a little slow. So well, I'm glad to hear quantum fluctuation.
0: Um, I think that's pretty much all the topics that we have for tonight.
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, unless you got anything else. Uh, that's if anybody wants it. to ask any questions or anything.
0: Um, do we have any anybody else in the chat that wants uh, any any other input? I'm going to take this moment right now to remind everybody in the description, we have our sponsor for the night, Continue to Scan. Uh, their link is this website here, NSTR. Right, They're a very lovely sponsor with some beautiful quality clothing here. Um, we have this wonderful t-shirt uh, with an ISIS flag. Um, I'm sure no affiliation. Uh we also have this beautiful look at the quality on this hoodie here. Uh, th- these laces that we have for the hoodie, you don't see that in cheap hoodies, okay? That crisp <laughs> clear NSTR logo is very nice. Uh and I enjoy. It's something that I wear every winter. It it's my favorite. It keeps me warm. Um and then we also have the NSTR ball hat, the uh, ball cap. Uh so these are all really nice stuff. This is our sponsor, NSTR. The link is in the description. Go ahead and check them out um, if you feel like or choose like. Uh, what else do we have here? It says, a UFO could destroy the Earth so quick if it wanted. And I can't say any more fish tank chats without breaking TOS. Wonderful smithy boats, quantum, mind quad. Everybody that it was in the chat today interacting. Appreciate you all for being here i think we're pretty much wrapping it up for the night um thank you guys for being here uh episode zero we talked a lot about uh ufos and aliens and i think uh the next topic for the next week's stream will be on cryptids we'll go a little bit into bigfoot and chupacabra and all that stuff taco bell uh so that'll be the next topic for the next stream next week thank you all for being here it was a wonderful time and thank you to my co-host nstr nstr thank you for being here mr nstr
2: uh thanks man i appreciate the the you know the support uh yeah if you guys want to head to our website and purchase some merchandise uh we'll be adding more stuff there shortly we just started if you guys just joined we just started about two weeks ago um and we've got an instagram page as well uh that's at the top of the screen here uh not significant enough um where we talk about leadership Uh, mental health um, just all sorts of randomness Um, we're trying to expand and grow so if you guys want to come show us some love and like follow and share be greatly appreciated
0: he also has a wonderful uh, instagram here at not significant enough so go ahead and check him out all right well thank you all for being here and uh that's pretty much it for tonight's show a good night uh be safe don't let the aliens get you and god bless you all every single one of you